0: It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland, on Monday, December 12th. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. One of us is bundled for winter, and the other is thinking he's on a Caribbean island. (laughs)
1: Okay. (laughs) Happy Monday, Pops. I know you got a little cold, so hopefully you can make it through through today's show. But keep us posted on how you're feeling. We are going to kick things off, Dad. What is the hair doing today, man? Really bad things. Anyway, we are going to kick things off, Dad, with Ford, GM, and Ram making a huge, 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 huge mistake. We're going to have a video on this on the YAA channel tomorrow, but it couldn't wait, folks. It could not wait. We're going to jump right in, Dad. Ford, GM, and Ram, among others. Yes. They are going up market. What does up market mean?
0: Yeah, they're, they're looking for the wealthy folk.
1: They're looking for the wealthy folk, and there is a bifurcation happening in the auto industry, <laughs> those that can afford to buy vehicles and those who cannot. And I want
0: to show you an example of this. That An article came out. Can Can I say one thing yeah, before please. you start? Please. We've been talking about this for six, eight months, that there's this giant chasm between those who can afford and those who can't. Um, and apparently what we're about to look at indicates that, you know, a lot of the manufacturers have decided they want to be on this side of the chasm and they could care less about the rest of the folks over here. Yep. And it seems like every automaker, well, let's, let's kick off. So so this article does a
1: really good job painting the picture of what's happening. I built a 2023, this comes from Wolf Street. I built a 2023 model year F-250 Lariat on Ford's website. The MSRP is $104,000. I could build something more expensive in the F-350 lineup. Ford suggested to finance it with Ford Credit. Sure. With a do- down payment of $10,407 in a term of five years at 5%, which is a good interest rate on a new car right now. Yeah. The monthly payment ends up being $1,768. Here's all that fun stuff.
0: Now, now here's the thing. Hmm. Okay. The payment would be even more. And here's the reason it would be even more. Go back to that screenshot. Okay. There's no sales tax in there. There's no there's no state registration in there. Uh, what do we like to say? Fees are about ten percent of what the selling price is. Oh, so that ten percent that they have been putting down, that's that that would only cover the fees. So he's he's really going to be financing a ton of money here. It'll be it'll be even more of a payment than what he was thinking, because there's no fees factored in. That's a great point. Yeah.
1: Add another. I don't know. Ten grand. Yeah. Add another one hundred fifty dollars a month in payment. One hundred and seventy eight dollars a month in payment. That's some that's more realistic of what you're going to look at. And this article, to be fair, yes. to be honest, it's it's everything that we've been talking about for the past six to eight months. But it gets into some of the the nitty gritty here. So, for example, where was it? It was up here experience state of the automotive finance market reports that, uh, loans originated in Q3 of 2022, the average monthly payment for an F 150 in Q3 rose to $893 a month for the Ram 1500. It's $860 a month for the Chevy Silverado. It's
0: $808 a month. I I, I have a question. Yeah. I'm all ears. Why can't a pickup truck be a pickup truck instead of a luxury vehicle? i probably about the sneeze. Um, so if I make it an internal sneeze, if I blow up... You want me only- to play the sound bit? You're about to do an internal sneeze. <laughs> oh, my God. My nose is itching so bad. And, and when you have a nose the size of mine, that's a big-ass itch. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Chinookless, <sighs> yeah, they are abandoning markets. It's people who can actually afford uh,
0: uh, vehicles. Everything's becoming so expensive. I mean, why, 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 why do pickup trucks... Which are were designed originally to be utilitarian. Yeah. Why do they suddenly have to be luxury vehicles? What I—that's I, the part I don't get. Um, and I'm, I'm sure, thing? I'm sure for for fifty thousand dollars, you could just get a utilitarian type of pickup truck. Yep. Yep. But even that's expensive. Well, and their Mavericks are being marked up left and right. Yes, but but I, I just I just. For the life of me, I don't understand why pickup trucks have suddenly become luxury vehicles.
1: Well, and and people are, unfortunately, they're Apparently spending, buying them. spending to buy them. And this is wild, Dad. Yes. Interest rates are going up.
0: Last time I checked them, they're about to go up again. Uh, today's, well, they're about to go up again in two days. So how are
1: folks figuring out a way to do this? How are Ford, Ram, GM, how are they all getting by? Well, it's Folks extending out those terms. Absolutely. And when you start to look at, and this is where things get really interesting, term length, auto loan term length broken down by credit tier. Yes. Super Prime, they're only taking out on average 64 month <laughs> loans versus subprime, 74 month loans. So we just see people extending themselves further and further and further. when you look at the trends, Dad, yes. This right here in Q3 of 2022. The share of folks that chose to finance between 73 and 84 months was
0: 34.6% up from 28.9%. For for those who can't do the math, that's between six and seven years that you will be paying for that vehicle. Six to seven years. And the likelihood is that, well, I don't know, around three years, year three to year four, you're thinking to yourself, my goodness, I think I'd like a new one. Well, guess guess who doesn't have any equity at that point? That, would, that would be the guy that financed it for 70, 73 or so, whatever, whatever it was whatever to 84 months. You're not gonna have any equity. You're you're gonna be you're gonna be stuck with that truck. You're gonna be stuck with any vehicle that you financed for that for, for that long. It's yeah. just there there's gotta be, and, and I realize why Ford does it, why Chevy does it, why why Ram does it. They do it because they're high profit margin vehicles for them Hugely. as the manufacturer. Hugely. But you know, the vast majority of people can't afford those vehicles. Somebody needs to cater to the ever-growing majority of people that can't afford them there was another chart within that article about how realistically new car auto sales have pretty much remained stagnant for the past 20 years yeah um because the cars just keep getting more and more expensive and so they appeal to fewer and fewer people um and i don't know how to break it to anybody but over those 20 years the population has continued to increase. So there's more people in the marketplace today than, well, that could be in the marketplace today than ever before. But the manufacturers have decided to abandon the vast majority of the people who could find themselves in the market for a new car. This is why you see things like
1: Uber become popular over the past decade. This is why you see in urban areas, uh, mass uh, mass transportation, scooters, things like that. Yes. Be and, and and it's a super interesting point. You're right, Dad. I mean, this chart shows stagnation interrupted by some spikes and some plunges. Yes. But you're right. The population from 1978, <laughs> someone someone help us out here. What's the population change just here in the United States from 1978 to I, 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 I don't know.
0: I would guess 75 million people.
1: 1978 population of U.S. Give me a second here, folks. Give
0: me a second. Oh my God! Here. So it's just been a hundred million people. So
1: the population in 1978 was 22, 222.6 million people, yes. and we currently have 331 million people. Okay. And car sales have but, stayed but flat. But car new, sales, new car sales yes. have stayed flat.
0: Yes. Now. That's interesting well it's because it's because the new vehicle manufacturers have abandoned the middle class they've they have abandoned people of modest means manufacturers are cutting their nose to spite their face and and that's the part that upsets me i mean you know what? There, there's no reason why you can't build vehicles for the vast majority of people while still building vehicles for those people that want $100,000 luxury pickup trucks. You can have both ends of the market if you decided to play in both ends. But basically, most of the manufacturers have just said, well, the hell with those people. Yeah. The hell with the middle class. The hell with the lower middle class. And, and, it's, and the push to EVs doesn't help either because those are more expensive. But to Those produce. are even more
1: expensive. It's yeah.
0: it's just, my God, they could they 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 really could be making much much more money.
1: We are going to uh, switch gears here in just a second, but first to the chat, Kayvon. Yeah. Thank you for being a thoughtful member and yes, and thank to you contribute. so much, Kaybon. We appreciate that. We've got here from A. Took your advice. I indicated I'd be interested to buy a vehicle from a Mazda dealer, and the salesperson threatened to call the police. <laughs> You got to do, folks. You got to actually contact them. Yeah, Bill says, yeah. No new information here, just a rehash of all the hype. No, I think, Bill, we're doing a good job bringing some of the information from the Experian report and that Wolf Street article. So I appreciate the feedback, but I think we're doing a good job today, especially today. Wednesdays are usually our iffy day, Bill. So join us back on Wednesday. That's when we're usually rehashing things. <laughs> yes. All right, Dad, let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about the chip shortage because this has been a storyline that was getting better significantly better and unfortunately this was the headline published just this morning the latest numbers on the microchip shortage a late year flare-up oh my you know i hate flare-ups you get gout sometimes i well you know not (laughs) going you haven't had in a while Yeah. yeah
0: let's try and keep it that way
1: all right north american plants were hit hard by the semiconductor shortage which continues to linger even as automakers eye improvements in 2023 so we've seen new car inventories start to increase significantly however we had 165 thousand vehicles taken out of global production just last week yes the latest cuts are a reminder that the shortage continues to linger fully two years into it while improvements in semiconductor sourcing and quote lowered expectations for 2023 production plans will help automakers to limit losses next year the issue quote has yet to be resolved completely so we've got some mixed bag you know uh information here from auto forecast solutions essentially saying all right the chip shortage continues to wane on
0: and and it and the manufacturers will continue to use that as an excuse to continue their abandonment of the vast majority of people that could could and possibly would find themselves in the market for a new car. I think you're spot on,
1: dad. I think we're going to see for the next few years a justification for why vehicle MSRPs are higher. So I think negotiability of vehicles will especially Especially as demand continues to, to diminish, you will see more negotiability. But the manufacturers are going to ju- try and justify their higher MSRPs Cutting back on their less profitable vehicles. Oh, it's the chip shortage. Oh, it's the chip. It's getting better. I mean, we're. I, I wouldn't be surprised if
0: we still see headlines like this every once in a while. But it is generally getting better. Absolutely, it's it, it's it's getting better. But it's it's there, there's a business decision that has been made by most of your larger automobile manufacturers that they don't care yep. about the vast majority of people. Yeah. Okay, they care about the higher end people the wealthy and people, and yeah. and the vast majority, well, they can buy one of those cars when it's 3 or 4 or 5 years old. Yeah. And they can continue to drive pre-owned cars.
1: Let's keep building the Ford Raptor type R's instead of, you know, a, an F150 that someone could actually buy. I want to remind everyone.
0: Well, not the uh, uh, Apparently, there's enough people that are buying. True. them. true. Okay, um, there was there was a chart I know that I think you're planning on pulling up. Which one? Um, that that shows the percentage of people by manufacturer who have uh, ridiculously high car payments. Yeah. yeah um, give me one second. Let's pull it up. So that that they've they've
1: decided. That there's some shockers on this list. I mean, let's yeah. all look at it together. Per- this is this from Q3 data from Evans? Yes. Edmunds. Share of $1,000 a month or higher monthly payments. Yes. Porsche, 72%. Makes get sense. It. Land Rover, 66%. Makes sense. Jaguar, BMW. The list goes on. Ram at 36%. Don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> Let's keep going here. Ford at 25%. Don't get it. Chevrolet at 20%. Don't get Jeep at 19%. I don't understand that. Yeah. Dodge at 14%. I don't understand that.
0: You know yeah. the fact How many Hellcats can you make? <laughs>
1: So there's definitely some anomalies on that list, or at least, you know, uh, brands on that list where they're trying to take advantage of a situation and honestly steer their business model in a direction of this is how we're going to make money by forgetting about the folks that kind of got them there, building an economy class vehicle.
0: Yeah, GMC was at 41%. 41%. Okay, that's just... That's just crazy that to have to agree to have a car payment where you're where where you know I guess in most cases it just automatically comes out of your bank account. So mm-hmm. since you're not actually physically writing a check every month, you know, it doesn't really impact you quite as quite the same. Kind of like, you know, being in a casino, they keep it yeah. dark and there's no mm-hmm. clock, so that way you have no idea what time it is. Yep. Well, if you don't actually have to to write the check, you know, it doesn't dawn on you that your car payment of twelve hundred seventy eight dollars and eighty three cents, you know, is, is coming out of your bank account every month. That's that's probably double what the mortgage was on my first house. OK, and, and I get that, you know, everybody always says, oh, well, I remember when movie tickets were a quarter. OK, yeah, I remember that. Well, maybe I don't remember that, but I get that over the course of time, things go up. In price. and But my God, the percentage of people that that find it acceptable to have a car payment of $1,000 or more a month, if if that's not frightening, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, we've got here from Doug, and I think he brings up a really good point. Trying to buy a new car, not an SUV for yes. my 17-year-old daughter, and impossible to buy domestic. They will lose the next generation of buyers if they can't get them young. That's a really good point.
0: Absolutely. I remember when I started at a Nissan dealership when it was Admiral, it was Admiral Dotson at the time when, when we first started in 1977. And I think at that time we had the Honeybee, which was like around 1700 bucks. And the idea, at least as I understood at the time. Hey, we got starter cars to get you started. And as you become a little more upscale, the cars can become a little more upscale. The brand
1: moved with you as your career developed.
0: Yes, but there was always a cheap car so that we could start your family members, your children, in the cheap car move them up. And they're making it virtually impossible for that to happen today.
1: Dead. I mean, I think back to Mercedes bringing the A-Class to the United States. Yes. That was their short-lived ploy to try and get people into the yeah. Mercedes brand. And they have just gone back to the way of AMGs and S-Classes and G-Wagons and, and all that fun stuff. And we've got a great question here from yeah. H-Sun. What are even movie tickets? Don't you just have them on your <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. Do people go to movie theaters anymore? I think they do. I think okay. they do. All
1: right. I want to remind everyone, Pops. And then we've got some really interesting news from Volvo from Polestar. Yeah, I remember they're separate companies. We launched on Saturday night, Deal School 3.0. Join Yay! <laughs> join yaa.com slash deal. Where's the confetti? Or if you just come to the website and click right here or under resources, deal school. Dad, deal is incredible. Deal school is really, really awesome. I'll be able to, you're gonna see here the admin back end in just a second. Like people are already finishing deal school, but I'm gonna go to the course really quickly. I mean, you can you can see. Everything there's quizzes for every single unit. Yes. So you have a quiz to test your knowledge. Hundreds of people are going through those quizzes. Then you have all of the video lessons with your key takeaways. You click on this folder icon.
0: Oh my god. The cheat sheet folder downloads
1: folder. are right there. And you can actually leave comments on particular videos. So let's see. Let me click through a few of these. No one's left a comment on that lesson. No one's left a comment on that lesson. Less I know what a boring lesson. I know there's been some comments <laughs> left. Come on, there we go. We got some comments on the lesson. So please, please go take a peek at Deal School. We are super excited to have folks have access to that. It's really good stuff. Really no, it is. Stuff.
0: It you know, it was it was a lot of work by a lot of people. Can I can I say one thing? I I suggested to Zach on huh. Saturday night that I think I've come up with a new slogan for the company. Yeah, and and the slogan went something like this: "Real people." helping real people save real money. Yeah. You know, I mean, we do a lot of nonsense stuff and we do a lot of videos and we have a lot of uh, thumbnails that are of questionable taste to some people. <laughs> uh, you know, but the truth of the matter is, when everything is said and done, we are, as a group, and we had the group including here.
1: Including the community...
0: Yes, including the community. We are real people helping real people save real money. Okay? So uh, anybody that wants to take a shot at us for how we go about doing what we do, you save as many people as we have, as much money as we have, and then you can have every right to take a shot at us. But until you do that, just remember, that the good folks at YAA are real people helping real people save real money. Motherpops, well done. Well, well done. You know, you know me. When my nose itches, I get well, whatever. <laughs> <That's not rhyme. laughs> it rich, It does ride, yeah. but I stopped myself. Let's switch gears, Deb. Let's talk yeah. about Polestar. Yeah. Okay, we
1: talked about uh, last week, we had a video go out on the YAA channel, Mercedes-Benz yes. charging $100
0: a month to get more acceleration. $1,200 $1, annually. Here's an example. It's not a one-time thing. It's every friggin' year until they raise the price of one.
1: Yeah. We have an example of a company that we think is doing it right. Not that we're saying over there updates should be what drive uh, the horsepower in your vehicle. I don't know how I feel about that in general, but if you are going to do that, don't make it a subscription. Yes. Polestar Two Fastback adds more vroom with one thousand one hundred and ninety-five dollar press of the buy button. The Swedish automaker is offering the software upgrade that boosts the Polestar Two horse- horsepower and shaves four point two seconds off the car's zero to sixty time. Now, that what's
0: interesting about this is it is a one time, one time, one time, one time. Not hey, eleven $1, hundred ninety-five dollars year after year after year. It's one time. It, it is. It is like um, ordering a car, building a car okay, Um, and taking delivery of your car, and then at some point in the future, the manufacturer has figured out other things that they could add to the car uh, and do it via an over-air software update and and so that you can buy it if you want it for a one-time charge. You can have that improvement. That, to me, is different than, say, a subscription. Yep. Where you su- can subscribe at twelve hundred dollars annually for a power boost in a Mercedes.
1: Yeah, here's here's the here's the lay of the land. Automakers are increasingly relying on over-the-air software updates to offer on-demand features and create post-sales revenue streams. Yes. To be very clear, I actually know exactly how I feel about this. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of you're in General Motors Walden Garden. Yes. And you have to, you know, this is this is what tried what what apple has tried to do with the um, uh, apple app store where they charge people they take the revenue like it's not a good model when yes. you're in someone's walled garden gm thinks it's going to generate 25 billion dollars in revenue from software and subscription services but in 20 i mean that's craziness mercedes is trying to do the annual subscription if they are going to go down this path i think what Volvo's doing feels the most authentic yes like all right i'm paying for an option i'm yes. paying for an option
0: That is something, and it's an option I can decide I want or I don't want, and and I, and you know, it, and and it's a one-time charge. It's not an ongoing thing, Um, and and personally, I appreciate the fact that it's not an ongoing thing. Yeah, I agree, completely agree.
1: All right, that another thing that we need to uh, turn our attention to: some not good news from our friends over at Subaru. This was disappointing to see Subaru recalls more than two hundred eighty-seven thousand. Ascent vehicles globally for fire risk. The recall covers 2019 to 2022 model year ascents and 271,000 vehicles in the US. Yeah.
0: Can I say something? When, uh, when they say globally, apparently uh, the Ascent doesn't really sell anywhere other than in North America because 271,000 of the 287,000 are right here in this country.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or okay. north of America. so they sell a sense yeah. here in the United <laughs> yeah. States. The Japanese automaker on Friday said a ground bolt that secures the ground terminal of the positive temperature coefficient heater may have been improperly fastened during vehicle production. Quote, this potential condition may result in the melting of the ground terminal and surrounding components, increasing the risk of fire when the PTC heater is in operation. There have been no crashes or injuries related to the issue. To fix the issue, Subaru dealers will replace the ground bolts. They also will replace the ground wire and connector holder. As necessary, and
0: until it's fixed, they are recommending that you don't park your vehicle near a structure or, obviously, in your garage because of the potential fire risk.
1: Subaru has also affected. We had not really mentioned their name and all the recalls. Uh, Hyundai, Kia, obviously, every has been the big one.
0: every manufacturer ultimately has recalls. Um, it's the amount of recalls and the percentage. Yeah of the recalls within the combined community of manufacturers that are the things that you need to be most concerned with. And there was that chart where we saw that it was Ford that had like 40% of all the recalls out there. Ready? Yes. Really? You gotta gotta be kidding
1: me. All right, pops. We got, we got a bed bug problem. (laughs)
0: No, Rivian
1: has a bit So Rivian's struggling. They don't make money.
0: That's that's normal. That's fine. What do you mean that's, that's normal. normal? That's how corporate. And wait, 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 wait a second. It. That's normal. That's fine. Don't make money. That's normal. That's fine. No, the concept is to figure out how to make money. Okay. Not, not just lose money. I mean. My God, if, if, if there was success in just losing money, I could have been one of the most successful people in America when I had my Golf USA franchise store. <clears throat> Damn.
1: Rivian tries to squash plant bedbugs problem. The EV maker has brought in a pest control company and quarantined forklifts in an isolated area of, a, of its Illinois plant. I, I heard they're making bugs. those
0: forklifts wear masks
1: as well. It's <sighs> just,
0: just what I've heard. I don't know if there's any truth to Could that. you imagine that? No. I mean,
1: this article just goes on to talk about how a Rivian plant has bedbugs.
0: No, no. I can't imagine. They I said, can't imagine. I can't imagine having been the forklift operator, okay? Whose whose took us is is itching because one the bed bug's been biting his ass <laughs> No, I, I can i cannot imagine that i i could imagine going home to my wife and saying look at this okay oh. um yeah that that's that's uh, i i thought that you really you got to be kidding me was the fact that they're losing 1.7 billion a quarter um <laughs> they, that they're losing like a million dollars per vehicle that, they, that they've they can you delivered. imagine? Could you imagine losing a million dollars per vehicle delivered? Um, well, I, how I, do you convince investors to keep funding that? The same <laughs> way Carvana convinced investors to keep funding them. Um, Incredible. You, know, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I. You know, there were investors that that were convinced that one day Amazon and,
1: or Enron comes to mind.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but one day that Amazon would would actually be profitable. And and damn it, it, it you know it took like forever. Yeah. But they got there, and and now they're 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 bigger than anybody would want a company to be. Yeah. Um, but so everybody's hoping that whatever these startups are, they're all the next Amazon. When in reality. There's, Amazon probably represents one percent of one yeah. percent of of those type of operations that actually become successful yeah. and and profitable. Um, and and in the article about Rivian, you know, it's uh, some in, investors out there saying, "Well, you, you, they seem like they're on a good path. They've got a real plan. They got enough cash, <laughs> <laughs> okay, to continue losing." <laughs> You know, one point <sighs> seven billion dollars a quarter, so that they can last a while. Yeah. Um, that, to me, is the really you got to be kidding me. And I guess, you know, I'm just one of those foolish people that that thinks to themselves, "You're losing that much money; you just go out of business." <laughs> yeah. You, you I, I do see, everybody yeah. a favor: just go out of business. Stop, stop kidding yourself. Stop kidding your investors. Say, "Hey, we tried. Okay, we tried. It's just a lot more costly than what we thought it was going to be."
1: Part of the realities is trying to start a company. We could definitely yes. speak to that. Speaking yes. of starting a company, I want yes. to remind everyone that this space here on the Ray and Zach channel, and especially over on the main YAA channel, it is a safe space. It is a happy space. It is a space full it's of a positive positivity. Space. So I have come here, Dad, to, to the Success Stories channel in our community forum. And let's just look. There's yes. so many that are posted so frequently. Mike just posted or Mike replied to a post about a 2023 Subaru Track sport. I want to jump to this ascent. Yeah. Because we were talking about a sense recently. Yeah. Here we go. This is from Nikki. Yeah. Nikki has signed up, become a premium member or a plus member. Let's read this, Dad. Because,
0: again, what okay. are we here to do? Oh, real. We're real people. Well, real people helping real people save real money.
1: Some people get upset about that. Picked yes. up my 2023 factory-ordered Subaru Ascent Touring this past Saturday. Here's what I was able to do because of yeah. Get $3,776 off of MSRP of the Subaru VIP program, which I never would have known about if I had not read about it here. Five years at 4.9% financing. We'll refinance if rates go down, but feel like this is a great rate right now, definitely. Negotiate on the price of remote start and Starlink for five years. Know to ask what the individual cost of each item was when I got to the finance office. The look of surprise (laughs) is priceless. And then negotiate the gap insurance down to almost half of what the price was. And ask if the extended warranty was directly from the manufacturer. It is, and specifically what was covered, and then negotiated it down from two thousand and eighty dollars to fourteen forty. Look at that! By the way, something I did not know, and perhaps I missed this somewhere, but if I sell or trade in a car before the five years are up, I can call Subaru and get a refund for whatever is remaining on both the gap and the extended warranty. Yeah. Any extended warranty product, you can always get typically get a prorated, pro-rated refund. refund. I will also add that I was treated with the utmost respect at the dealership I chose, More Subaru in Richmond. Everyone I worked with was very pleasant, helpful and professional. I never once felt like I was being quote taken, but it was a certainly it certainly helped that I'd done my homework. I want to sincerely thank everyone at YAA who works so hard to provide us with such valuable resources. I am beyond grateful. And even pops in here on the forum giving you love. Kimberly in here. This is a space of positivity, of help, of people coming together to help yes. each other get a, a fair car deal. And then honestly, I'm so proud of ourselves because it's not just getting the car deal anymore, gang. Like we've we've built so much. I'm so proud of this, Dad. You can not only get help buying the car, mm-hmm. we can help you sell a vehicle with our partnership with CarWiser. get offers in one place. The insurance piece, we've helped people save thousands of dollars on auto, home, and renter's insurance. You know how hard it was for us to set up our insurance broker, our insurance agency in all 50 states in D.C.? Remember me last year, this I time do. last year? Yes. It took studying. me, it took me like studying. two months to pass yes. the insurance agent's quiz uh, exam. Yeah, wasn't it? that was no, a not a quiz. quiz. It was an exam. <laughs> the extended warranty. You can get upset that we offer the extended warranty. But for someone like Nikki, it's great to have another point of reference. For yes. price, get your quote and, and potentially purchase from us. And finance and refinance. Dad. People are actually getting connected directly to credit unions. And this is all, you don't even have to be a member to access any of this. So if you don't want to you know, become a member, you don't want to pay for, for discounts on repairs and maintenance. You don't want to pay for access to our car coaches. You don't want to pay for your deal to get reviewed. You still have access to so much stuff that can help you. And so I'm super proud of that. And I love reading Nikki's story. And I love knowing that we're having a positive impact Absolutely. on the community.
0: Yep. I love being real people, helping real people save real money. Yeah. 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 I like that slogan.
1: If you're a member and you need help with your deal, help, H-E-L-P at join Y-A-A.com, or log into your account and use the live chat. Yep. Thank you, Justice Live Chat. Our team is here all the time to help you.
0: All right, Pops, you got any pardon shots? I, I, I think I've done... I think I've done everything I set out to do today, and and I didn't even sneeze once, although I felt like it a couple times. Awesome. Awesome. Yes.
1: Well, thank you, everyone, for being here. Thanks. Uh, spread the word. If you know people, especially end of year, they're going to buy a car, tell them about
0: us. We want to help them. That's what we're here to do. I, I believe we are. And and with that, we'll be wait back. Wait a here. second. Wait a second. Yes.
1: Why, man? Like. I, I, I will not make a habit out of um, reacting to trolls that come into our chat. Yeah. But we've built so much and we've helped so many people. And and I don't think that there's there's nothing to laugh at. Like, if you don't see the value in it, we're not offended. Hey, and
0: you know what? If you don't see the value in what we talk about, don't watch. Or also, Dad, like, the thing that frustrates me. Yes. And we talk about, oh, man,
1: wrong game. Barnum. You guys know that the, the, the
0: quick way to make money, the quick way to make money with what we've built so far. The quick way. What would yeah. it be, Dad? Uh, it would be to sell all the data we have to, to get a others.
1: bunch of sponsors. Yeah. It's not even selling data. It's easier than that. It's literally you don't watch YouTube, but there's man, I do not. There's manscaped. There's um uh there's these VPN services, right? Yeah. Okay. There's all these services. The way to make money on YouTube is you get the ad revenue from Google. Yes. And we, I've made a video on YouTube talking about how much money we've made from YouTube. Like yeah. go look at it. Yeah, You do that, you know what we're doing? And that's why that comment really frustrates me is we're playing the long game, okay? We are literally trying to build something where we don't care about making a quick buck today. That is not the objective. And you might say that um we're, we're just like putting on a show or an act, it's three years of this, man, yeah. three years. It's not a show, it's not an act. We're real people doing this. We're playing the long game. The objective is to build our own product, so we're not hawking Manscaped shavers or VPN services, okay? So that comment really frustrates me, really frustrates me because we're really trying to build something meaningful and long lasting, especially last week, having the whole team here. Like we're really trying to create something. It might not be great all the time and we appreciate the feedback. Actually, I know it's not great and we need the feedback.
0: (laughs) But you know what? Don't let those people get to you. If You know, the wonderful thing about about YouTube is you have a choice. The choice is simple. Either you find what we do valuable. <laughs> like I just, okay, my bad. I'm a yeah. little, little triggered yeah. from some recent events. But, I'm but, sorry. But, but either you find what we do valuable. You, there's some value in it. You could take some notes. You could learn a few things and it costs you nothing but a little bit of time. Yeah. Or you don't. And if you don't find value in it, don't click on it. Don't watch it. It's not like we're standing behind you with a gun saying, no, you got to watch so, this so, crap. So. No, we're not saying that at all. It's a choice. You have a choice. Either you choose right. to watch right. or right. you choose right. not to all right. watch. All right,
1: Everyone's very clear that we should stop. All right. All right. Thank you. Sorry so so I, believe, you I
0: believe we'll be back here tomorrow at noon Eastern, nine specific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Until then, uh, we're going to try and calm ourselves down. And uh, uh, hopefully you all have a great day.
1: Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening.
0: See you soon. <laughs>